0: Hey, everybody, this is Brad Bruce, and I'm here with... Jace Merciglia. And you're listening to the 5195 Podcast. Yeah, buddy. There's three of us in here tonight. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's myself.
1: Mm-hmm. There's you. Yeah.
0: And there's a goddamn fly buzzing around in here. <laughs> and
1: he is an aggressive <laughs> son of a
0: bitch. So if you hear some sort of flailing or
1: smacking, we're trying to kill this guy I'm trying to kill this dumb fuck because he is he is not shy no he's not no he wants his presence known yes but you know what he's not as loud
0: as the other one no the other one was louder that was crazy
1: and i think he was on crack because he kept banging into your walls <laughs> but this one he lands i felt him land on the back of my neck i felt him land on my <laughs> I arms just saw him land. i mean he's a bastard yeah. man what the fuck
0: yeah i mean he better contribute
1: if he doesn't i think i know of a. Uh, Bug assault gun <laughs> oh. that could be put to use. It's
0: a very effective
1: machine. Oh, it obliterates them. It's so <laughs> fucking cool.
0: Mm. Um, I think we have something kind of fun tonight. Mm-hmm. Aside from fly hunting. Yeah. Another kind of hunting.
1: Yes. Movie hunting.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've been... I've been collecting since 98.
1: Probably same. Okay. Collected on my own. Okay. Because uh, as a kid, I, w- I did want to collect my own movies and... My mom typically would find stuff at the mall. Some of us remember Suncoast Video, which was like the coolest fucking place at the mall. But every now and again, she'd come home and be like, hey, I bought you creep show. Oh, cool. I got my own creep show. Hey, Naked Gun. You know, a lot of some of the rental places around us would have the bargain bin with yeah. their tapes. And, you know, I, I remember my the shelf in my bedroom. It wasn't out in the common area with everyone else's. I was proud of these. These were mine. But I had both, at the time, the only two Terminators. Um, I had Predator, Creepshow 1 and 2. And the two was that, was it Star Starlight? What was what was the brand? We were talking about it the other day. Star Maker. Star Maker. It wasn't the, uh, the New Line, New World tape. So, I mean, mine was kind of, I had a few of those. I had all three Indiana Jones. I had all three Diehards. I had a decent collection of just my own tapes. And, of course, my family at the time also would indulge in the old Columbia House, you know, tapes through the mail thing. That was cool. They used to send um, these really rad booklets letting you know what was coming out and all this. And I used to cut those out and put them on the wall. I had, like, little mini posters of, like, I think I had Demolition Man at one point and Die Hard with a Vengeance and Lethal Weapon 4, I think, eventually— Might have been the last one we got before we just stopped collecting from that. you Yeah. Yeah, I had a pretty respectable VHS collection. And when DVD hit, that's when things changed. Because now I'm like, oh, look at all the cool stuff you can get on DVD. You know, and I was getting movies in widescreen for the first time. I I think the only, what was the first widescreen tape you had? Do you remember? Because I actually remember mine. What was yours? 12 Monkeys. Okay. With Bruce Willis and madeline stowe yeah the copy i had it had a little red strip across the top that let you know this is a widescreen
0: hey you better have a tv because
1: nobody well people used to throw a fit yeah i remember because of
0: that tv situation
1: can hate the bars and blah 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 and i'm sitting here like if you knew what that meant you know i'm like this is the way you're supposed to be watching it this is the way it would have looked in the theater and uh i really coveted that uh 12 Monkeys, because right. it was like, this is my widescreen one. It felt special. No, once I started collecting DVDs, I started with one of your favorite companies, and it was Anchor Bay. Oh, okay. I started dipping into their stuff, and I'm like, I got to see what some of these are all about, because they were putting out a lot of horror. Yeah. And a lot of it was European overseas stuff that I'd never heard of. You know, yeah. Your Fulci stuff, that's how I got into Fulci, and I think I got Wicker Man from Anchor Bay. Never seen it, but the, the one that really got me started... The one that made me a snob about it, I guess, was Army of Darkness. And the thing was, I'd seen Army of Darkness a million times. I had my VHS tape. I had that on VHS. So I knew the movie inside and out. And then occasionally I'd see it on the sci-fi channel Mm -hmm. with like half an hour, 40 minutes of footage that I'd never seen before. Yeah. So I'm like, DVDs have deleted scenes and all this. And I'm like, It's got to be out there, right? And the only Army of Darkness DVDs by Universal were pretty much bare bones. It was like a trailer. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to buy this then. Like as Switch got flipped, I'm like, wait a minute. There's more out there. You know, and I'm like, I'm not going to buy this again. You know, I waited and I waited and I waited. And in 1999, limited edition two-disc set of Army of Darkness was released by Anchor Bay. And it was the first movie I ever ordered for myself. Online. Okay. And it was, uh, it came with a theatrical cut. It came with a director's cut, alternate endings, deleted scenes, the works. Yeah. And that was my first real big DVD and I fucking loved it. It was yeah. like, dude, this is what I want out of my DVDs. This is amazing. I don't know about you, but I started pestering Anchor Bay for other movies. Really? I did. I was, I was such a nerd. I was like, I got to email them and tell them about other movies that I knew had other shit. I think I asked about Naked Gun because those movies tend to have tons of deleted scenes and Mm -hmm. none of them none of them are on any disc Mm -hmm. whatsoever. The biggest one I pestered about, and I must have sent 10 emails, all of them unanswered. Yeah. I want because Army of Darkness was a universal picture, I'm like, you guys have clearly got your hands in universals in there, Ben. You've got access to their movies. The one that drove me nuts was they had put out a signature collector's edition. Director's series laser disc of Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. Okay. And this thing, from what I read online, was not only a director's cut that was maybe 20 minutes longer than the theatrical, but it had a three and a half hour documentary on the making of the film from inception to release and then looking back. And I was like, a three and a half hour documentary about a movie that I absolutely adored, plus storyboards, bloopers outtakes, you know, deleted scene. It was loaded. And I'm like, I'm looking at my DVD of the Frighteners and going, what the fuck? This this thing comes with a trailer. That's it. So I'm like, I'm going to wait. It'll happen. It's out there. Yeah. And I'd seen other signature collection movies like Jaws and all that. A lot of that stuff got ported over and bigger editions were released. And I just tick tock, man. I waited years and years and years and years and years. And then finally, when Peter Jackson's King Kong came out in 2005, they released the Frighteners director's cut. Oh, I remember. So all, the movie and a couple of bonus features were on one side and on the other side was the documentary and yeah. I finally got to watch it. So it was it was. So totally you never did
0: it. the Laserdisc thing?
1: No, nope. I didn't do the Laserdisc thing. Our family just, we went straight from VHS to DVD. I had friends who had Laserdisc and in fact, I had a copy of Tales from the Cribs Demon Knight that a buddy's uncle recorded off of a laserdisc. So I had a Laserdisc esque quality copy VHS of wow. Demon Knight that he ported from the disc to the VHS. Yeah. What was cool was it was widescreen. It was funny because at a certain point the tape would stop. I'd have a blue screen because <laughs> it had to be flipped. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they couldn't fit the whole movie on one side. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was kind of the closest to laserdisc I got. I had a Buddy with an uncle who would make VHS rips of whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I i never asked for much. I asked for Demon Knight. I think without even asking, he gave me Bordello of Blood a couple years later. But um, I didn't know enough about Laserdisc to go, where's this? Where's that? And I, I think at the time when the Frighteners came out, you know, contact with that guy was was gone. So it didn't even occur to me to reach out to my buddy and be like... Does he have the frighteners? Does yeah, he th- yeah. I would, he, I wouldn't have even minded if he burned the documentary, right? Because I had Just the so movie. You see it, yeah. yeah, but it, it was nice to see an actual tangible copy, and I didn't get rid of my other DVD either because the biggest pullback was this director's cut. It was a director's cut only, so it was like I, I kind of still want the version that I grew up with. I yeah. kind of want the version I loved. So I kept my other DVD, and I had like a two-disc thing. But uh, eventually, and I believe it was fairly recent. Let me take a look real quick. 2022, so just just last year, a German company called Turbine released a six-disc collector's edition gift set of the Frighteners. Six discs. Six discs. And it's, it's called the Frighteners, the Ultimate Edition. Um, it comes with... Let's see. The first disc is the 4K cut of the director's cut with commentary. Disc two is just a basic Blu-ray with the director's cut and commentary. Disc three is a 4K copy of the theatrical cut. Disc four is a Blu-ray copy of the theatrical cut. Disc five has the director's cut, but a different aspect ratio. It's called like Open Mat 1.78 because it's a 2.35 movie. And then disc six is the three and a half hour documentary as well as a brand new 94-minute documentary called No Way to Make a Living, A Look Back at the Frighteners. So it comes with everything I've ever wanted plus more. And it also came with, and this is the part that sucks. This gets me. It comes with a 196-page book. The World of Peter Jackson with exclusive artwork, art cards, a Frank Bannister business card. (laughs) Comes with all this shit. It's all in German.
0: No. Oh, the entire yeah.
1: the entire fucking book is in German. And I'm like, God damn it. But yeah. I can't bitch. Yeah. This is like the coolest set. And obviously, you need a region free player. Right. And that's something I do want to get into on this episode. Is okay. Sometimes the better stuff was overseas.
0: It absolutely is. Do
1: you have a region free free player? I did. Yeah.
0: I actually used it so much I burnt it out. And it's funny because I bought it from Mike Kruger. Did you? Yeah. I must have gotten 20 to 30 plus DVDs, mm-hmm. all horror. Yeah. And a region free player from him. Sure. As soon as I got it, I went straight to Amoeba mm-hmm. and I just went crazy. I bought all the shit that was never released here in the States.
1: So Amoeba carried region locked. They still do. No shit.
0: Yeah, they still do. Okay. Yeah. And the one that I wanted, it's going to come to me. It was a part two of something and it's it'll come to me while, while we're talking, but... um. And then it ended up breaking.
1: Yeah. And then I I hadn't... Just from overuse? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I hadn't got another one.
1: I I need a new one because... And mine works fine. There's been a time or two where it wasn't reading something and I took a screwdriver to it and kind of blew out the dust, you know, made sure it was cool. But it's been working fine. It's just there's been a pretty aggressive pivot to 4K and your typical... blu-ray player won't play 4k right that sent me into a panic once because of a box that i bought recently really yeah it did because i didn't know i had no idea i didn't know you needed a 4k player i just thought to me i thought 4k was like just up converted which mm-hmm. it kind of is but i had a movie that said it was in 4k and it worked so i didn't think anything of it then i get the second sight five or six disc collection of romero's dawn of the dead all of the discs with the films on it and it's you know how there's like three or four different versions of the yeah. movie they're all in 4k <laughs> so i popped them in and it was like Meow. you know you'd hear it like register that a disc is in there and then yeah. it would stop and say no disc and i'm like the fuck there isn't yeah <laughs> you know i got pissed i'm like i paid a pretty decent penny for this box set and it's lavish i mean yeah. it comes with a hardback book it comes with a george romero's novelization of dawn of the dead which i didn't even know existed wow yeah and it comes with two or three discs of soundtrack
0: oh no shit
1: every song every song you can think of in the movie is on this thing so yeah. i mean it is a it's well worth the money at the time I'm yeah i'm pretty sure it's out of print now of, of course it is so it's hard to find but um i was like at the time i think i bought it for like 70 bucks okay I think it goes for like three or four hundred now. It you know, sure it does. Yeah, but I got it for seventy bucks, and even then it was like, this is a chunk of change. I want this to work. hmm And then it hit me. I go, four oh, K. Just as a test, I took the bonus disc, which had all the documentaries and shit, and was just supposed to be a Blu-ray. Worked like a charm. Yeah. So I'm like, it's the four K. Since so many people are going four K now, it's it's it, the writing's on the wall. Like I got to upgrade. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I never even heard of that. The second, uh, yeah, I got to look, look this thing up. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, pretty rad. Um, it, it is funny, though, to have all of the dead movies. And it's like the first one in Criterion. Mm-hmm. And then this fucking honker of a box next to it for dawn. And then next to it, Dayland. You know, it just looks so small. This thing just is such an alpha box. You know, that's crazy. I wonder why Day never really got something like that. What do you mean? Oh, you mean the, the Dead series?
0: Yeah studios. Yeah, it sucks, you know, because I mean It does. There's so much BTS of that. Oh, I know. You know, and I know. they could do something really fun with that movie.
1: They could. They really could. And the thing is with so many studios, so many different hands in the pie, that's a big reason why box sets really good box sets that are complete, yeah, don't exist you know, for certain movies. An example I gave you and Mike a few days ago, whether we went out to lunch, was my Amityville box sets. Mm-hmm. I have Scream Factories now out of print Amityville Trilogy, which was the only three that went to theaters. Yeah. Then Vinegar Syndrome released what was called the Amityville Cursed Box, which had Amityville 4, 5, no, 4, 6, 7, 8. No five. And I emailed Vinegar Syndrome, and I go, I'm sure there's a reason. But how come five didn't make the cut? And they said, different right holder. We were able to get the other four, though. You know, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to bitch. It's a cool box set, you know. Come to find out, yeah, Amityville Cursed, which is the fifth in the series, was made in Canada, had totally different distributors. I think Vinegar Syndrome, one of their partner labels, released a maybe 1,500
0: wow it was a
1: very limited set and uh it came with a slip cover and some bonus features it wasn't just a cheap here the fuck it is you know it was it was cleaned up it looked good but now i have amityville one two three four six seven eight and <laughs> right in between them this little five so yeah like you we, would, we talked before the show what would be an ideal box set and pretty much anything that bounce studios it would be great if you could just collect them all in one place. Yeah. Uh, Scream Factory did it with Halloween. They were able to cobble together all eight and and the Rob Zombie ones. Mm-hmm. Scream Factory also cobbled together all of the Friday the 13th in one box set. That's Paramount and New Line. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that people can reach across the aisle, so to speak, and shake hands and go, "Yeah, we'll we'll get on this with you." You know. Yeah. It's it's a lot harder, I would imagine, with stuff like the Howling. Or Amityville, or the you know these really long series where it just hops from studio to studio to studio. You know, I would imagine it's near impossible. Yeah, for everyone to get along enough to be like, let's put out the ultimate one through eight Howling Box. Yeah. Especially I mean? when
0: you're studio hopping.
1: Oh, so much. And you
0: change so many hands. Yes. Yeah.
1: I never thought I would see a complete Friday the Thirteenth box. No, me neither. Because I know Halloween at least couple of them are with Universal. Several of them are with, they were with Anchor Bay, but not. Yeah. And then you had the Dimension line. That's at least three. Yeah. Three different companies. And then Friday the 13th was two. So mm, not impossible. Right. But I could see something like the Howling or Amityville. You'll never see them all together. Just too many studios.
0: Yeah. Do you collect a lot of gift sets?
1: Sometimes. <laughs> I used to be against box sets. It's for a really stupid reason, but it was like,
0: God, I hope it's for what I think.
1: Because of the way they sit on a shelf? Display. Display. I knew it. It is. I knew it. I fucking it. hate it. Yeah. I've got the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yeah. Oh, and then there's one more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've collected all three of MGM's James Bond box sets. Oh, good. Casino Royale. Yeah. Okay. And it just drove me nuts. That's so, the I, completest. It is the completest, but it's like it's not part And uniform. It. It's not uniform. Yeah. I mean, it's just you got the cool thing and then- This little guy, for years, I had the Scream Trilogy by Dimension. Then four. Yeah. You know, it was just, it drove me insane. I know.
0: Are you a big liquidator? Do you sell stuff when something like that comes out? Like, oh, I'll get rid of this and then I'll buy it in this way.
1: Here's the thing. Since coming out here with you and learning about some of the more commerce side of trading and collecting. Yeah. Never really crossed my mind. I have tried to sell things. It just doesn't work that way for me, mostly because of eBay and Mm -hmm. all that I just it's a pain in the ass. Um, so what I used to do before I knew about what you do with yours. Yeah. I handed them down to my brothers. Okay. It's you just know,
0: upgraded. Yeah.
1: If okay. I got if I got a new one, I was just like, here you go, man. I would say seventy to eighty percent of my brother Josh's home collection of movies, those were formerly mine.
0: <laughs> That's cool.
1: He's probably got hundreds of movies that they just here you go, bud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my middle brother Justin, I get I gave him probably a good handful, but he's one of those that's like, I don't need the physical. I can download it. You know, I, I can get it from Voodoo or Yeah. So he's cool with that. He's just like, Yeah, don't worry about it. But Josh, he's a collector like us. And yeah. uh I was just like, here, man, I got you know, I got the new Cujo. Here's here's my old one. So I was doing that. And the thing is, at this point, I've been buying so many obscure titles. That I haven't had a whole lot to give them anymore. I haven't really had to upgrade. Because you're either. getting new
0: stuff. Because I'm getting stuff. Or stuff that's.
1: Yeah. And even if it's an old movie, something I've never seen and I blind bought it. We talked about Monster Palooza Con. Out of the big stack of movies I bought from Severin and Vinegar Syndrome, I've maybe seen one of them. Wow. Those were all blind buys, most no of them. No kidding. Yep. Just because I want. When am I going to get a chance to see them? Because you bought a fucking shitload. I did. I did. I put some money down on those. <laughs> yeah, you did. But it was, it was just one of those deals where I'm like, they're limited. They're in great condition. They, they really put a production on these yeah, movies. Yeah, they do. They're, they're really well cared for. But it was like, they disappear. hmm And why not just pay for it? Take it home. Watch it. If it's no good, I'll flip it. Yeah. I've gotten to the point now where I think I own every movie that I care to own. The ones that I really wanted to hunt for, yeah. The hunt's over for those. Now I'm hunting for just new and obscure.
0: So you leveled up your game.
1: I guess so. No, yeah. you did. Because,
0: like, like at the beginning of the show, I said '98 is when I started collecting, but that, mm-hmm. that was referring to DVD. Obviously, I worked at a video store, so I mean I had.
1: You were collecting probably from the '80s on up. Yeah,
0: I was, and I had fucking tons. Like I had a wall in my room that was just floor to ceiling, corner to corner, just VHS. Wow. And it got to the point to where I was living at home with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, do I really need money? <laughs> and so I told the lady that I was working for, I was like, how about double my pay, mm-hmm. but pay me in movies. Oh, wow. And she was like, done.
1: No shit. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. It was. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so I was getting everything.
1: Yeah. Well, whether then, you'd seen it or not.
0: Yeah. Whether I seen it or not. Okay. Yeah. I was getting everything. I mean. Super cool. To answer your question, I do remember the first widescreen that I was like, oh my God, this is widescreen. I'm getting it on VHS. Sure. And it was an Anchor Bay, Halloween, two cassette set, and they were bright orange. Yeah. Yep. That was the first one
1: that I had got. Uh, Did it come with like a keychain?
0: Yep. Yeah. That was like glued right in the middle. When you opened it up, the keychain was right there. Yep. That was the first one that I was like, oh my God, it's widescreen.
1: And that was an extremely limited set.
0: It was.
1: Now, refresh my memory. That didn't come with a... Snow Globe.
0: No, that wasn't the Snow Globe.
1: Okay, so that was a separate release. That was a separate release, okay. yeah. Anchor Bay was cool for that.
0: Yeah, and it was cool. I mean, I, I, I still have it. Do you? Yeah, I still have the thing. No kidding. But then in 98, DVD came out. Mm-hmm. You know, And I know there was a couple before they were just kind of like testing. They were testing. Because I, I believe they, I've seen some like Hemdale releases in these plastic cases that like slid out the bottom.
1: Yeah, I remember those. And the first one of those I had ever got
0: was The Wraith with Charlie Sheen.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. That I still have upstairs. Okay. But my first two DVD purchases with a player, I went to Sears. DVD players were new. DVDs were new. And I remember the two first ones I bought were Lake Placid. Oh, wow. And American Pie. Oh, no kidding. And then I got a DVD player. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it was a Fisher. It was super cool. It was like a little silver box and it had like a mirrored front and it had like a blue light around it. Oh. But it was like fucking like $800. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the DVDs were like 39. Oh, they were. They were I, I I wrote the check to Sears, brought it home, hooked it up. Super stoked. The money never came out of my account. They somehow lost the check. So my first two what? DVDs and DVD player were, they were on Sears. So thanks Sears. Thank you. Now we know why they're out of business. But, (laughs) um, yeah, it was like it was insane. You know, like the DVD quality, and then getting bonus features where it wasn't just the tape ending and then rewinding. I know, yeah. You know, and I was like, oh my god. As a movie nut, this was it because I can see I got
1: more. You got more, and it looked amazing. Yeah. Comparatively, yeah, our family's first DVD player. You're gonna laugh at this. Okay, came on a new desktop computer. Oh, oh, nice. My dad had upgraded a computer, and it just happened to be one with a DVD drive. Wow, so we're like, we gotta figure, we gotta see how this thing works. So, yeah, we, we were at Best Buy, I think, when we bought it, and um, we're like, we need something to test on this thing. Yeah, so we're looking around, and the first DVD ever bought in our family was Tomorrow Never Dies. The, the bond movie yeah we took it home literally pulled all the chairs around the fucking desk yeah and watched the family watch tomorrow never dies on a computer on probably a 17 inch monitor yeah and we were blown the fuck away because it looked amazing. Oh, cool. There's these menus. I can skip to scenes. It was just, it was technology that blew everything away for us at the time. And obviously things have just gotten better and better. Mm-hmm. But that was such a pivotal moment yeah. where I was like, and even then it may have just come with like a trailer and a quick behind the scenes thing. It was amazing. I'm like, oh my God, I get to see the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it was so cool. Yeah. But, yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. And then I think a week or two later, we bought Twister. Okay. In the Snap the yeah. Snap case. And that was cool to watch because even on the little computer speakers, it sounded amazing. Oh, I bet. I think my dad had, like, you know, your the, the bass boost. Oh, subwoofer the subwoofer. The subwoofer. Yeah. And it was just, it, it, it sounds funny to say that we all just huddled around this computer, but... It's so cool. We were watching Twister at home, and it looked crystal clear, and it sounded amazing. We had collected some DVDs after that, but eventually, when we got an actual DVD player, dad went all out and bought the surround sound system. <laughs> And the first movie we watched was Twister. We're like, we gotta watch something loud. What do we got? And we were just like, Twister, let's see how this sounds. The coffee table was shaking. Yeah. You know, just the opening scene where, you know, it tears the guy out of the basement. You know, (laughs) things were shaking and we're like, oh my God, this is so fucking amazing. That's so rad.
0: It was so cool. And let's see, that that's an amazing core memory.
1: It is, because it was just technology Mm -hmm. you know what i mean we were just we were all but it
0: was cool that it just it brought your family together
1: it did we were all and it seems like you
0: all love movies Mm -hmm. and it was something you could just all share
1: Mm -hmm.
0: oh that's awesome dude it was cool it was super cool man it was such
1: a cool memory and it was just i i remember clear as day all of us looking at each other like
0: damn dude
1: we've got a theater in our house yeah it's so so commonplace now yeah it, everyone's got everyone theater has a theater. everyone's everyone... got a massive fucking tv and
0: yeah or they got a projector they got a sound bar yeah they got, yeah yeah
1: and it, all that's cool mm. but there was nothing like that leap from vhs Mm-mm. into surround sound and yep you know crystal clear digital clarity and that's what really made me catch the bug yeah it really i was like dvds are bust
0: yeah
1: i'm like that this is where i'm gonna start collecting
0: so okay so you started collecting like me it started with Best Buy because Best Buy when they first opened around here, they, they were selling VHS. yeah and then I remember the tiny, tiny shelf of DVDs.
1: yeah, it was just it was almost an end cap yeah and then it was almost
0: like over a summer it fucking exploded mm-hmm and there was nothing cooler than going to Best Buy and looking at the horror section and seeing on the spines the anchor bays. Oh, sure. Best Buy, they sold so many Anchor Bays.
1: They did. Best Buy was a great place for Anchor
0: Bay. And I remember, for whatever reason, at my local Best Buy here, they had all of the Anchor Bay tins. Ooh, yeah. On sale for $9.99. Oh, my gosh. So I got... A piece. Yeah. I got the Beyond let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got Hellraiser. Did you get Maniac? I got Maniac. I got Heathers. I got Repo
1: Man. Repo um, Man came with a 10. Yeah. Oh, I'll be down. Yeah, okay. it was it was the license plate from the Oh, that's right. I, yeah. did, I can picture I it. I got
0: one. uh Halloween four and five. Yep. And Evil Dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um and I think that might have been almost all of them, truthfully, now that I think about it, because they didn't do
1: no, that many. It wasn't a big thing. Although I will say may not have been a ten. But do you remember the Wicker Man and the Pine Box? Yes,
0: I do. Fucking awesome. Yep.
1: Fucking awesome, yep. dude.
0: See, Anchor Bay, man. Like Anchor I, Bay
1: was so cool. Oh,
0: I miss, I miss that company so much. Mm-hmm. I really do. Even though, you know, the new boutiques that are out there are carrying that torch.
1: And doing cool things. Right. There's some good gimmicks out there that yeah. they put on these things, but that was the Wild West back it then. Was
0: though, the West. It was the Wild West, and it was so much fun. It was it literally got to the point to where I was buying MGM mm-hmm. and Anchor Bay.
1: Really? Okay. And
0: literally that was it. Yeah, because you know MGM was putting out all of the old horror stuff, like the 70s, 80s, 50s. You know, like they were doing the double yeah. packs and stuff. Like I was buying all those. Man, I have like so many still.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you know they were putting out like Red Dawn. Oh, yeah. You know, all these super rad movies. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, you know? And then after I sort of just ransacked Best Buy, I started looking at other places mm-hmm. of, like, collecting and stuff. So that's kind of what got me off on of my tangent. So, and you brought up collecting. So what was it for you? Where did you go?
1: Um, Best Buy was probably the place I'd start. And I remember walking out of there. You mentioned Anchor Bay. I bought that big, is it a 3 three-disc set of Suspiria, Mm -hmm. the 25th anniversary, Um, what was funny about that one was I'm looking for a horror movie to buy. I'm looking, looking, looking. And somebody, whether it was a worker or someone who didn't want anyone to see it so they could come back and buy it, uh, that Suspiria box was like wedged under the shelf on the floor. And I was like, uh, yoink, you know. Yes, Somehow I found it. I think what it was was I was looking at something on the bottom shelf and I happened to kneel down you yeah. know, to look and was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, Suspiria, that's mine. And then the funny thing was, I think I was walking around with Wicker Man, the, the wooden, the pine box. When I saw Suspiria, I put Wicker Man back. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a bigger fan of you know *Suspiria*, but I, I was like, yeah, I got to take this thing, and it was such a massive set. Mm-hmm. It was such a cool box set. It came with a soundtrack. It was numbered as well. Yep, mine is numbered. But that was that was a big purchase for me. And then via Netflix back when they would mail them to you. <laughs> yeah. I started getting familiar with *Fulci* and being like, man, these movies are great. And every time I get a *Fulci* movie, when I would pull it out of the envelope, sure as shit, *Anchor Bay*. Yeah. So I was like, Anchor Bay. I got to remember, they got these Italian movies, Mm -hmm. you know. So um, I was a massive Anchor Bay fan. Yeah. Yeah. I was collecting the shit out of those. But um, what I wound up doing was, I think a lot of the ones I bought, I would go from Best Buy to Circuit City. And then if they didn't have it, I would go to Media Play. Okay. I don't know if you, do you guys have Media Play out here?
0: No, but I have heard of it just from friends back East.
1: Okay. And Media Play was cool because it was... It was like a Best Buy Circuit City, but it was only movies, music, and books. That was it. And I think they had a corner that was toys. Okay. So, like, I have a, I have two snow globes. One of them's a Freddy, one's a Jason. Got them from Media Play. That's cool. Cool shit like that. So, Media Play was, like, the last ditch place to go. Yeah. Because boutique agencies didn't exist outside of Anchor Bay. Mm-hmm. And I think the only place I'd used to go to online, if it wasn't Amazon, was um, DVD Empire. I remember them. That's usually where I ordered my stuff. Okay. My more obscure stuff that I wasn't finding in stores. Right. So, yeah. Because it was different. You know, VHS, you had more places to run to. Yeah. And uh, the big secret for us collectors was um, video stores that were getting rid of stock. They'd put shit in a bin and you could... For 10 bucks you can clean some house. Oh yeah. You know, they they wanted that <laughs> shit out of there. Yeah. So you you get things for a song. Probably one of my favorite stories to tell people is a hunt I went on that took all day. Got up early in the morning, grabbed a buddy, and we made a day of it. We went all over southeast Michigan hitting up video stores, looking for one movie. Really? One film. Cellar dweller. <laughs> We had just seen Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. Okay. Freddy vs. Jason had just come out. So this is 20 years ago. hmm And Freddy vs. Jason was so much fun for the two of us. This is, this is my buddy Brian, if he's listening. We call him Russ in high school. We used to end every conversation with, good talk, Russ. <laughs> and, event, and eventually, we both just became Russ. Yeah. So our really? wives know us as Russ. Have you called Russ today? Russ called you. We got to visit Russ. And our kids are just baffled. They don't. Yeah. Do it. But me and my buddy, Brian, driving home from Freddy versus Jason. And at the time, that was the big Northeast blackout mm-hmm. that lasted like a week. It happened the week Freddy versus Jason was coming out. The only theater with power was like over an hour away. So we went and seen it, packed theater. Everyone was going nuts. The drive home was just this big conversation about horror movies and how fun they used to be and how fun this one was. And did you ever see this one? Did you ever see that one? And all of a sudden I brought up Cellar Dweller. I said, have you ever heard of Cellar Dweller? And he goes, no. And I go, it's this movie. It had Jeffrey Combs in it from the Frighteners and Reanimator. You know, we knew that one. And I was like, if I remember right, because I hadn't seen it since I was like a little kid and it was on like tv. Yeah. I was like, man, this this movie, I was like it's it's not exactly terrifying, but it was fun and it was this big werewolf-looking creature that came from a comic book. Whatever you drew, it would it's like it climbed out of the comic and ate whoever it was on the page. The memory is super vague, but I remember as a kid, little kid, being terrified of the monster. But being just completely engrossed in this, this was so fucking cool. Yeah. You know, it was never played on TV again, to my knowledge, never showed up. And it was just one of these movies that just fell into obscurity. It wasn't exactly super popular to begin with, but it it fell into the cracks. Yeah. And um, I said, I know one place, one place that had it. And it was a video store called Video Zone out in Dearborn Heights. And it was in kind of a shitty part of town. You didn't really want to go there alone. You certainly didn't want to go at night. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those places that was wedged in between a laundromat and a Little Caesars. <laughs> okay. And it's where my uncle Mike, who always comes up, <laughs> it's, it's where he took us to rent movies. What we would do is we'd go to Little Caesars. This was long before the hot and Ready's. You'd go and order a pizza. And while it was baking, go into the video store and just mill around while your pizza's being made. And then you'd pick your movies, grab your pizza, go home. I said, I, I haven't been out there by myself. You know, like at this point, I got my license and everything. I'm like, I've never driven out there alone or as a teen or adult, whatever I was. It was like, I've literally never been out there since I was a little kid. I'm like, but they had it. I was like, I remember the cover distinctly. The, the, uh, the fishnet stockings of the woman walking down the stairs and then this hand crashing out of the steps. And I was like, they had it. Cause the, the cover creeped me out. It was like your worst nightmare walking into a basement and a hand grabbing you, you know? So I'm like, they have it. Let's go. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. set an alarm. We'll get up early. We'll make a day out of it. Let's go. We did it. We drove all the way the fuck out there, ran inside. The place looked exactly the same. One change. It was just DVDs. Oh. And Cellar Dweller was never on DVD until years and years later. I'm looking around and I'm like, fuck. That's, oh. not, that's not good. Yeah. And, what, and what's funny is the place literally looked – it was structured the same – Same guy behind the counter who looked like he'd been up all night watching a ball game (laughs) on a little 13-inch, you know. Porno room straight ahead behind the beads and the Mortal Kombat arcade console in the left-hand corner that didn't work when I was a kid and still isn't working now. (laughs) But they never got rid of it. And we just, we were like, oh, we were kind of crestfallen. But then we saw a wall next to the porno room, like adjacent VHS. Like. 10 for a buck. Yeah. We practically jumped the shelves like Olympic hurdles. I mean, we were like, ooh. So we go over there and we're scanning top to bottom. Okay, okay, okay. All these cool horror movies. Yeah. I did wind up walking out with a stack. Yeah. Of just, oh, I remember this one. I remember this one. I think I had like beyond the door. Wow. Um, I think I grabbed one of the faces of deaths. You know, I was just grabbing shit. No cellar dweller though. So I was like, damn. So I'm like, well, someone had to have it. And what became of that day was we cruised all over, like Detroit, Dearborn, Romulus. We went everywhere. And every Tom, Dick, and Harry's video, we'd just park and run in. Who knows? And we went into some fucking dingy places. There was one place, I shit you not, I took a step into one of the aisles and it felt like the floor was going to cave (laughs) From like water damage. Yeah. There was a smell in the air. Like this place was on its last legs, but it had nothing but VHS. And I'm like, if it's going to be anywhere, it'll be here. And it wasn't there, but they were selling house with William Cat. Yeah. I got house. I think I bought chud. You know, I still walked out with stuff, but yeah, that entire day. And the fact that we came back, not empty handed, but not finding the movie we had ventured out for. Right. Didn't matter because we spent the entire day cruising around, listening to tunes, laughing it up, stopping for food. It was just, it was a hunt day and it's the last hunt I ever went on. Yeah. And it was just, you, you mentioned core memories. That's it. Me and my buddy Brian just cruising around Southeast Michigan looking for Cellar Dweller. Yeah. And it was just so funny. It was so much fun to be able to just hunt for a movie and go into all these places that I'd never even heard of. You know, of course, we were bypassing Blockbuster. Fuck Blockbuster. <laughs> you know, we're like, it's not going to have it, you know. But we went into Brad probably 13 or 14 mom and pop video stores. Like Fox Video, Movie Club, this video, that video. And it was a fucking blast. Wow, that's so rad. And I mean, you, you, I'm sure you know. You still do it out here. You do the you do the hunt. I do. I when when I'm out here with you, I'm with you, man. Yep. Let's go to Amiibo. Let's yep. go here. Let's go there. So we still do it. But that was the last big mm. crusade. You know, for it's crazy.
0: Me. The filmmaker brain turned on. Did it? And I was like, ah, search for a cellar dweller. Hmm. Write a little script, like just the way you were talking about it, bro. There's, there's a story there.
1: It, let me tell you that story. It got published once.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, see, so we're already onto something then. Yeah,
1: I wrote it. I wrote it as a column. Okay. And it was just a tribute to mom and pop video stores. But basically, so, cellar dweller was the was my holy grail.
0: Well, maybe something was just birthed right now. So maybe we'll talk after.
1: Yeah, we may have to. Yeah. Um. Not that the people listening haven't just heard the inception of an yeah, idea. Yeah. But, but that's how that shit happens. That's how it folks. happens. Because that,
0: Yeah. That's. I just saw a bunch of stuff. Oh, you could
1: totally make a fucking cool adventure movie out of- It's a good idea. Something to put on the board. (laughs) Venturing for fucking VHS. And it's funny
0: because you actually reminded me of what movie it was that I got on multi-region. Oh, no
1: kidding. Yeah. um, Okay.
0: It was Chud
1: 2. Oh, God. Bud the Chud. Bud the Chud. Yeah. Yeah. Because that didn't make it over here for a long time. And I
0: remember being able to get that and I was just like, finally.
1: Yeah. I get to see this. you would never seen it? No. Um, no, one of the video stores by my house had, had it, chine, yeah. and, uh, I rented it. I saw it on VHS. And then I was like, Oh really? That was it? <laughs> I know. It was kind of shitty, <laughs> it was. but it was, um, well, that cover was so fucking cool. The cover, the movie didn't live up to the it cover. It did not at all. But that's,
0: Hey, that's a testament to the eighties, man. It that's, is, what I they know. Did. that's what they did. You know, I did get *Cellar dweller working at the video store. Did you? And I got the star maker version.
1: I didn't know there was a Star Maker It's version. the
0: same cover, but it's just got the yellow border. No shit. That's the one that I have. The but, one
1: I wound up doing, I, I gave up and I went on Amazon Uh huh. and I found the VHS tape, but it was one of those Amazon MGM deals where it was a gold cover with the lion's face on it. Okay. And Cellar Dweller just unceremoniously kind of written on the- Really? And like you flip it over, the back doesn't have any pictures. It's just a little blurb about it. It's like a burn it.
0: on demand kind of a thing?
1: Kind of, but it was still a VHS. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, I'm sure people out there know what I'm talking about. It was just this yellow package with like, almost like a photo negative version of the MGM lion. And it just said cellar dweller up the side. Wow. And I was bummed because I'm like, I wanted that cover, but yeah, the new world one was just not available. And if it was, I'm pretty sure it was worth a pretty penny at the time because it was such an obscure film. Yeah. But yeah, I was happy to get that. I think it was like six bucks. And I ordered it, and when it came in, I popped it in and watched it for, like, the first time in 20 years. And it was funny how much of it was coming back to me as I was watching it. It's just a fun monster movie. It is. But uh, eventually, I forget where I got it. Might have been, we had a con, it wasn't a convention. I shouldn't call it a convention. It was something called, like, the Tape Eaters Club. Hmm. And it was literally, they rented out, like, a big fucking conference room in a hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was all these tables of people just selling VHS. It only happened the one time. And I walked out with, um, I found Cellar Dweller. I grabbed some movie with, I don't even remember the name. I think it's like Daughters of Darkness. But it had Mia Sarah from Ferris Bueller and Anthony Perkins. No idea. Wow. Still don't know what it is. And I, I don't think it's even made it past VHS. But it might have been a Vidmark. I forget the name. It,
0: Vidmark.
1: I think it was a Vidmark movie. Okay.
0: I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: But I, I grabbed that. And then one of the other ones I grabbed was like, uh, it was a typo negative VHS, like typo negative After Dark. And oh, it had, that's fucking it had dope. had music videos and that's shit. That's dope. And I was like, I've never seen this. And I'm a huge typo negative fan. I've got yeah. other albums. So I just grabbed that. And I mean, I couldn't have spent more than 15 bucks. Wow. Because people were just unloading them, man. Here, just tapes up the ass. Oh, I... I did walk out with Ghost Town. Oh, no shit? Yes. Really? The the New World Ghost Town. Yep. Which was a fucking rad buy. I, yeah. I, I love Ghost I mean, Town. I
0: just watched that recently on VHS. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like,
1: it's such a cool movie. It is. It's just a fun, scary Western. I think it's you know. disturbing. Do like, you?
0: It, yeah, because those movies where there's, you, you know, you, you enter into a portal or you enter somewhere, my thing is always like, how the fuck do you get back? Sure. And it's like, that's... It's
1: anxiety. It you is. Know, I
0: like that shit.
1: And he, he got sucked into would you even call it the past? Because they were ghosts. I don't think it was the past. I think it was like an alternate universe. Yeah, because didn't he chase somebody? And then when he went through, it was like, oh, suddenly there's a town. Here's here's the strip. Yep. It's been a minute since I watched it, but uh as soon as I saw the tape with, you know, the gunslinging skeleton mm. oh, on it. I the love front, that. Such man. a cool poster, dude. Uh yeah, I was like mine. <laughs> oh yeah, that's such a great one. Um So, you don't hunt much? I don't really have anywhere to hunt in Michigan. Wow. All the video stores have dried up. Any place that used to sell movies has dried up. We just, on this trip, found out Best Buy. They're getting out of the movie game, physical media game.
0: Yep, which means pretty soon they'll be out of business.
1: Yeah. So, literally, my hunts now are online. And I'm I'm always happy to find what I'm looking for online, but... It's not the same. Yeah. it's It'll never be the same again. So
0: have you ever gone into like a thrift store or a pawn shop mm-hmm. and just nothing?
1: Uh, every now and again, I get lucky. I do have one antique store in downtown Belleville. It's a two store. It, well, what's funny is it looks so small on the outside. You go in and it's a labyrinth. Wow. That's cool. Um, not as big or as crazy as the ones you've been taking me to out here. Yeah. But it's it's cool and it's cramped with uh-huh. stuff. But there's one little corner where there's usually some tapes or some DVDs. And um, I think I walked out with one of those direct-to-video movies that was about the Night Stalker. Okay. Ramirez. Yeah. It was one of those deals where it was a direct-to-video movie. And then I got something called Witchcraft, which wasn't the... Wynorski, you know, yeah. the titty flicks. That yeah. There's like 30 of them. <laughs> it was it was a BBC. <laughs> <laughs> it was a BBC movie. But the cover had this wraith on it, like a Grim Reaper looking. And it just looked cool. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like a made-for-TV movie from Britain. I've never watched it. Yeah. But it looked cool and it was like a buck. Okay. So I was like, eh, I got a couple things I've never seen, so I'll yeah. take them. You know, and they were super cheap, but it was just... It's nothing like what we've,
0: God, you know, um, what you and I do, right? And that's the thing is like, just because of like when you when you make these trips, our time is so spoken for, very, you know, and so it's like we don't we don't really get weekends because there's always an event or there's something that we're doing, yep, you know, um, and then during the week is like kind of normal life, yeah, you know, and then recording like almost all night, so yeah. we don't really get like free days,
1: no, you no, know? we don't,
0: and. I'm hoping one of these times when you come that we are able to have just a, it's the couple days where I can really take you to some places. Yeah. You know, of, because that because be like, neat. There's a place that we go to in La Mesa called reanimated records. And it's like, Oh my God, dude, it's so cool. Yeah. It's so, it's just a horror themed record store. And there's, you know, there's, there's 80 stuff in there. And, and, and I, I've like, they've, expanded you know they've got the store next to them and they're just growing and they have like nothing but like a a movie room and it's just floor-to-ceiling movies and there's vhs and it's like mainly horror yeah then they have like toys and then books and records and just oh my god it's just such a cool place
1: yeah so it's like
0: you know we'll start something like that where we'll go down there and you know we'll hit reanimated records and try to find like an occasional like a thrift store an antique store you know and then you know we'll come back this way and you know we'll hit shops around here some of the places that you know up in la obviously amoeba um yep
1: we go there Pretty often.
0: Yeah. There's one that I want to take you to in Burbank that I've been going to for a while called Atomic Records. Okay. There was one time, I shit you not, we were buying VHS from these guys for like a quarter or 50 cents. And not junk, dude.
1: No. Like great
0: shit. Yeah. And we've been going so long that the two guys that own it, brothers, pretty much know us now. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, oh. All DVDs are a buck, and Blu-rays are half off, whatever they say. Yeah. And it's like all the time, you know? That's so cool. It is. I'm always walking out with a fucking giant stack, and it's like 30, 40 movies, and it was like, oh, this was $27.
1: Yeah. And not for, yeah, not for much. Yeah. You know? I guess in the meantime, if I could give any kind of shout out, I order a lot from a place called Orbit DVD, and I think they're in North Carolina, and this place has... Region lock DVDs and Blu-rays. They get shit from overseas. They get rare box sets. Very hard not to find what I'm looking for there, mm-hmm. and in great shape. And they've also, I mean, there's the it's a brick and mortar place, but I buy from there constantly, and uh, they always have good deals. There's always a um, three for free. It's called okay. So you buy three movies, your shipping's free as long as you put the code in. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, doesn't matter where you live. Three for free. Wow. There you go. And um, they have a used section. They have a damaged section. Okay. And when I say damaged, um, I bought a movie from them called. It was a recent one called Kill Her Goats. Okay. Have you been hearing about that one? I guess it's kind of a newer, kind of an indie darling, I guess. But it was a kind of a big deal when it came out. The joke is that it's Killer Goats, but yeah. it's Kill Her Goats. Okay. And. I bought one damaged from them, and the damage was that the slip cover had a little bend in one of the corners. Come on. Yep, that's it. I mean, granted, they do have a couple where they're like, you know, this outer case is cracked. Which, you know, you could buy a Blu-ray case on Amazon for like a buck. Easy fix, easy replace. Wow. But they'll never give you something that's like... This disc is scratched. It's mangled. This disc has fingerprints. No, it's like every time I've gone into their damage section, I'm like, I'll buy it for that.
0: Yeah. Do they tell you what the
1: issue is? Yeah, they'll take pictures of it. And like, yeah, my when I got killer goats, <laughs> I got it in the mail. I flipped it around, looked at it. I'm like, if you didn't tell me this wasn't damaged, I wouldn't know.
0: That is crazy.
1: But they, they dropped the price on it because to them, this little blemish is damn. That's how serious they
0: are. Okay. I will check these people out.
1: For sure. No, I get a lot of good stuff from Orbit, and they ship quick as fuck. Do they really? Quick as fuck. If I ordered something today, and mind you people, I'm leaving California during this recording, we're leaving in like two hours to go to the airport. Yeah. If I were to go on Orbit DVD right now, tonight, 10 to midnight, and order something, (laughs) yeah, I know. I could probably have it by Monday. (laughs) Yep. And that's the thing. When you do the three for free... Okay, all shipping has been wiped off. They still give you the options for two-day shipping, express shipping. It's all free. Wow. So why the fuck wouldn't you pick the fastest one because they're, it's on them? Yep. Boom. I could order something right now and have it by the time I get home.
0: Yeah, I just looked them up. They have an out-of-print, rare, hard-to-find yep. category. Holy yep. smokes.
1: Employee picks. Yeah, out-of-print, damage discount, VHS. They sell books. They have a section where you can look at releases by distributor. So if you're like, I just want an Arrow video or an Anchor Bay, go over there, Movie Movies by Company. Click Anchor Bay. That's all their stock from Anchor Bay.
0: That is crazy.
1: This site, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, it's really fucking amazing. I think you're going to have a ball at this website.
0: Well, hopefully one day uh, Orbit DVD will uh, buy some uh, ad space on
1: 51.95. I would pimp them all day and all night. I love because I'll definitely
0: be buying from them.
1: I love Orbit DVD. So yeah, if they're listening to us, they're at seven eight one Haywood Road, Asheville, North Carolina, two eighty eight zero six. And again, it is a brick and mortar store. I would love to go in oh, and check rad. it out. It's yeah, it's you go on their site, you go on their Instagram, and there's pictures of their store. Um, the owner he'll take pictures of these boxes that came in and be like, "These are fresh off the press." These Very all came in. cool. So, yeah, I, I do get a lot of really cool stuff yeah. from uh, Orbit. And, um, yeah, they take care of you, buddy.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll be checking them out for sure. For well, sure. I know we could do this all night. We'll catch up again on the DVD craze because I do have a couple of other topics I'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, out of print, hard to find, rare. Ooh. And then we'll get into... Um, I've got some gems. Uh, what's the most we've ever paid for shit like that? Ooh, you know? so yeah. Maybe we can pick that up on the next one Sounds good. just kind of see where it goes. So For sure. All right, man. Well, until next time. See you guys. Bye. Uh-huh.